All human thought, all science, all religion is the holy direction of the vast parts. But someday we seem to get that associated knowledge or open such terrifying vistas of reality and of our frightful stars rise back to plunge the world of revelation as flee from the deadly lights into the peace and safety of a new dark age. Although they no longer lived, they would never really die. When the universe is vast and inexplicable, and you are weak and insignificant, then you know you are playing Call of Cthulhu. This is an actual play of Call of Cthulhu 7th edition, featuring adult themes and horror. Listener discretion is advised. Find our published scenarios at starsarewrite.com or contact us for help unleashing your own twisted tales upon an unsuspecting world. And now, settle in, dear listener. Intrigue, high adventure, and cosmic horror await when the stars are right. Hello and welcome back, listeners. Today we'll be playing Session 8 of Heartless and Loveland, written by Braden Fiveash, a.k.a. me, and published by Stars Are Right. This is an original homebrew scenario, available for purchase on our drive through RPG catalogue. You can also find it through our website at starsaright.com. We're going to be playing the whole scenario, so spoilers ahead. If you enjoy listening to it and decide to run it for your own gaming group, please share your experiences with us on our social media with the hashtag StarsAreRight. And listen up, keepers and scenario writers. If you have a draft or an idea for a scenario and you want to share it with the world, but you need extra help bringing it to life, then we can help you. Get in touch with us. We help with the editing, polishing, illustration, formatting, and then publishing a scenario into a beautiful and fantastic professional PDF. You can even help people hear about it by getting us to play it right here on the podcast like we're doing right now with Heartless and Loveland. And you can find more info about all that stuff in the publishing section on our website. So let's get into it. How are you all playing and who are you today? How? I'm Jeremy McDermott, who uh, I've just remembered has just had his first drink ever. Just way too much bourbon all at once. So that's fun. <laughs> Very fun. Gotta start somewhere. Pedra? I am still playing Loretta, who has succumbed to the absurdity of it all and will now laugh in the face of terror. Jason? Yeah, I am Jason, a.k.a. Jason Boyd, and I have been accosted by a police officer who at least a couple of us are suspect of him very much so, and the other person in his car has now disappeared, so we are freaking out! <laughs> and Noxicals. I am playing everyone's favourite architect, Daisy Silverstone, who uh, is very suspicious of people who wear sunglasses indoors. Indeed. And I'm Brayden, your keeper for the day, and I am just thrilled. So, <laughs> Phaedra, what happened last time? The group head to the castle basement to return the mysterious Livre Devon to its rightful place, but not before Jeremy has an emotional talk with Sir Harry Andrews, who entrusts him with his leather-bound journal and assigns him to the mission of protecting the city with a promise that they won't let Sir Andrews down, and a newfound determination that will surely persist until the bitter end, they retrieve the spare master key from Mildred at the castle restaurant to prevent any liabilities, and then head to the basement. In a surprising turn of events, the basement proves to be a rather unnerving space. 
a glowing carved symbol on the ceiling, a mysterious and unstable wooden statue, a headache-inducing crystal ball, and eldritch whispers coming from the books. Daisy reasonably suggests that the party leave the room and its frightening contents alone, and they leave after a minimal amount of protesting and having successfully replaced the fearful tome. Gathering once more at Jason's house, they read Sir Harry's very old journal, too old indeed, with the same handwriting starting as long ago as 1863. The information in it is just as unbelievable. A crusader in France, a Catholic order of the Knights of the Golden Trail, prophetic dreams about demons from below. This information proves to be a bit too much and it sends Loretta into mild hysterics once again. She is, however, soon interrupted by a visit from the police. Ray Shockey himself comes to check on their investigation with none other than Terry Woodley waiting for him in his car. Seems, uh, reasonable? Then Daisy notices the man's pupils are unnaturally dilated, and he starts asking Jason about the Livre Devon. Creating diversions and trying to distract Ray Shockey only works for so long, and then, looking back into the car, the group realize Terry is not there anymore. Are they in danger? Jason. Yes, Brayton. You look back and see that Terry is gone from the car. Uh, Ray Shockey standing in front of you just kind of looks past at the breaking glasses. Uh, do you happen to have that book? Um, uh, we, we, we did get it from him, but we, we were doing some investigations and I don't know who had it at the time, but I, um, I think it might be Jason, me. Jason, we need that broom. Uh, it, yeah, um, I'll be right there. Um, hold on, isn't- No, I mean, like, right now. Mr. Woodley was in your car, and he he's not there anymore, officer. He turns around and looks back. Jason's sort of, like, putting his, his like, turning his head inside and then back out, and then <laughs> it's just making he his neck really sore. Yeah. Inside out. <laughs> <laughs> he turns back around, looks in the car, then looks back to you. His glasses slipping down for a moment, and you can see his pupils are dilated. And he moves his sunglasses back up his nose and says, "I'm, I'm gonna need need that book." Can we hear all of that? He's hushed a bit with this now. Um, I imagine from a medicinal perspective, this is not normal. Um, but also given that. Jason's just read a book that's made him particularly paranoid about people possibly being much older than they appear. He is actually going to just kick him, this is Sparta style, um, <laughs> off oh, the no. porch. Stop the police. Okay, oh, is... um, let's have a fighting brawl roll, please. Okay. Oh. Uh, how good am I actually? Oh, I'm base, really? No way, Let's I must see. have like decent shoes at least. Oh um, god, do I spend 24 luck to make that a pass? Oh, oh. surely not. Hmm, that's gonna be a lot of it? luck. Uh, I guess I failed then, because, yeah, that's <laughs> quite a lot of luck. So, I suppose... He's <laughs> got a pretty you... hard stomach? <laughs> you, you try to kick him, he's quite tall, and he doesn't flinch at all. 
and you knock the sunglasses off of his face and they clatter to the ground and smash. And he just sort of takes a step forward towards you, grabs onto your wrist and kind of pulls you close and says, you need to give me that book now. I'm not giving you the damn book. And I get my Derringer and just try and shoot him at that point. Whoa! Getting the gun out in melee. Oh boy. Okay. Escalation. This is going to be intense. Uh, can like hearing this noise, get also her, her big boy gun and have it ready? <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> okay. Man, I wish hey, my gun might be small, but it's customized. It's about okay. what you do with uh, it. Roll <laughs> a... Since you're grappling, I mean, usually you'd get a bonus die for being so close, but I mean, since he's got one of your hands sort of grabbed, I will give you just a flat roll for firearms. Okay. Come on, dice, I believe in you. Nope, that was worse than the previous roll. You pull the gun up to shoot, and he deflects your arm away just as you pull the trigger, and you shoot one of Tilly's pot plants off to the side, and it shatters. Uh, Everyone in the room is immediately shocked, and as you shoot... Ray just turns and begins running. Okay. Um, I'm going to try and stop him instinctively from running, but before I do, I'm going to just shout to the others to get out. Get where? Why would we get out? <laughs> Are you going to shoot us accidentally? <laughs> Everybody <laughs> get out. Get out or I'll kill you all. Jason is not thinking the straightest he's ever thought, okay? He's not thinking Get the fuck logically. Out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> I'll shoot every last one of you. <laughs> With my blinged out Derringer. Hell yeah. <laughs> Jeremy throws up a bit from the shock. Uh, Loretta has her gun out and she's ready. Uh, she's not going to leave. Um, okay. Uh, are you chasing after him, Jason? Yeah, I'm, I'm, with the intention of going to try and um, maybe tackle him. Um, just to kind of, I don't know, like, Jason is not really thinking straight at the minute. He 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 sort of wants to see more of why Shocky's eyes are like that and what's wrong with him and try and help, but also he knows it's inherently wrong and therefore has to get rid of it. Okay. Uh, is your speed eight? No, it is seven. Okay. And no, I don't have a decent con either. Very this is going fun. so well. You're okay. really built on this combat, aren't you? Absolutely. Uh, roll a constitution roll for me. Oh, that's a six! Oh, oh extreme wow. for me! Okay. Uh, Ray Shockey only just succeeded, so you are travelling faster than him. Uh, what's everyone else doing at this point? Let's uh, clarify as Jason begins chasing Ray Shockey down the driveway. <laughs> um, I think Daisy in the kitchen will like start rooting around in the drawers for a knife or something, and then she will just stand in the kitchen and make grumbly, nervous noises. Okay. Jeremy likewise is just in wide-eyed shock. Uh, he has thrown up just a little bit, uh, just from the noise, the sudden violence. Um, and yeah, I, I like to picture him just dustpan in one hand, brush in the other, uh, deer in the headlights stare. 
Nice. Loretta's like mouth drops and her eyes go wide open as he sees Jason chase this man away from the house. Especially while we know that Terry might be around somewhere. She kind of wants to go and help him, but also she realizes that everyone else is more vulnerable. Um, so she will shout, Leave him! It's not worth it! And then stay and look around, uh, hoping to spot Terry in case he's trying to ambush them. Okay. Fantastic. Roll uh, spot hidden. I'll give uh, Jeremy, Daisy, and Loretta spot hidden rolls to see if you can find where Terry is. Alright, I'm still picturing him climbing around like on the ceiling. I'm going to try under the bed. Terry's in all of our hearts. Maybe he's just gone. <laughs> Maybe he's gone to France. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. I knew we couldn't trust him. <laughs> um, that's a 42 versus 50 for Daisy's uh, spot I, hidden. Oh, okay. <laughs> is he in the bed? <laughs> he is. He's napping. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Daisy. Uh, Jeremy, what did uh, you get, my friend? Jeremy. Oh, fantastic, Jeremy and Daisy. Uh, you're looking around and you can see the back door from the kitchen. The handle begins shaking and you can see on the other side uh, what looks to be the silhouette uh, behind like a glass pane of Terry Woodley. What do we do? I, lo lock it. it. Does it lock? Is there a latch? It appears to be locked already. He's like trying to open the... Okay. Uh, Jeremy's going to drop his dustpan and brush and like grab for a chair or something and try and like jam that under the handle like they do in the movies. Has Loretta seen or heard any of this? Uh, yeah, after Jeremy exclaims and they begin moving a chair over, you can look over and see what appears to be the silhouette of Terry Woodley. Mr. Woodley, stop. I'm, I'm holding a gun. What do you want? The door handle stops shaking. Why have you... Why have you been so angry with me? I didn't do anything. What's what's going on? I'm so confused. Just keep standing there. What is happening? What do they want? I mean, did you see, did you see the police officer's eyes? No. I don't understand. Why did why did Jason kick him? I don't understand. What what's happening? Why are they trying to get in here? Miss McCann, I'm scared. You should be. This is. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> she puts on her sunglasses. <laughs> you should be. Never, on no account, anyone tell them where the book is. Oh, okay. Daisy, are you are you are you with us? Uh, I mean, he's he's still a cop, right? Even if he has funny eyes. Daisy, let's try again. On no account, tell anyone where the book is. We, we promised Sir Harry we'd keep it safe. Okay, okay, I, I won't tell him, I won't tell him where the book is. At best, he's on drugs. At worst, he's something like those frog creatures or those books or something ridiculous like a 500-year-old man or... Jason tried to shoot him. Well, we all cope with anxiety in different ways. 
<laughs> no question is process. Oh my god. No question is process. I mean, I appreciate you backing me up, but at the same time... Loretta is one of those ride-or-die friends. <laughs> she both rides and will die. <laughs> um, she will say... Mr. Woodley, are you are you one of them? We know everything about you, and the eyes and the the frogs and the stuff. That's right. We're gonna get you. He just sort of turns and begins walking back around the other side. He disappears. Well, um, this uh, this has become quite urgent. We should go see whether Jason's okay. Um. It seems like our enemies are spread through the city. It could be anyone. We need allies. Let's get Jason and go visit Mark Matthews. Oh my god. Is Terry Woodley still outside the back door? Because the front door's open, right? <laughs> he's walked he's walking back around the other way. Oh he's somebody walking somebody back. close the front door. Oh god. I'm going to go with a gun. Okay. Uh, let's cut back to Jason. Jason, you're chasing down Ray Shockey, and mm-hmm. you managed to sort of catch up to him on your driveway. Okay. I am, yeah, intending to tackle him uh, to the point where I can pin him down. Uh, if he's got a gun of his own, I'll try and take it off him and just chuck it. Actually, no, that's a bad idea because Woodley has disappeared. So I, I still think I would like maybe keep it more near me, come to think of it. Okay. Sure. Uh, make a fighting brawl roll. I wondered if you'd say that. Ray will okay. attempt to do so. Ray got an extreme success. I got a fail. Okay. Uh, you try to tackle him, uh, grabbing around his midsection to attempt to pull him to the ground. And as you clasp your hands around his stomach, you just sort of unlatches one of your hands and flicks you off and you land flat on your back on the ground. Um, ah. He turns around to look at you, his hands of resting over his gun, and he says, um, staring directly at you, if you know what's good for you, you'll bring that book to the construction site and you'll get out of town. We don't have your, well, that goddamn book. We lost it. We're all in a lot of danger. And he'll just begin running away down the street. Jason kind of puts a hand to his head as if, like, he has no idea what's going on. Shockey's trying to advise him to do something, but also creepy eyes and all this. And it's just... Ah... The front door, uh, you all exit out the front of it and you see Jason uh, laying, or just now getting to his feet as Ray Shockey is sprinting down the road away from the house. Like properly full-on sprinting? Like as fast as physically possible in the opposite direction from you. Okay. Hmm. Didn't he come in a car? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) he did. It's still in the driveway. Well, free car. <laughs> that's your first thought, wow. 
<laughs> Loretta is embracing the absurdity. We've already talked about this. Mm hmm. What did they. What did he want? I don't understand. He wants. He wants the book. But he didn't say why. And I couldn't tell if he wanted it for good or for bad. It's. I'm. Oh. Oh my god. I did. I don't. So Harry's been protecting the town, and now he says we've got to do it, and there's demons, and the the cops are after the... Shocky's <sighs> eyes. Did you see his eyes? Yeah. They were black and dilated. And... That's, that's why I last shouted him. You see Jerry Woodley walk around the side of the house. Get in the house! Oh, shit. Don't shoot him, just get in the house. But, I have my gun ready and facing in the direction. Yeah, I'm Derek not paying attention to Daisy either. I've also got my gun ready at uh, at Woodley. He's got this scowl on his face and he's staring directly at you, Loretta. And he's walking around the back of the car and he just opens the door as he gets around to the driver's side. Not breaking eye contact with you whatsoever. Opens the door and sits in the driver's seat. Starts the engine. Um, and then pulls out of the driveway. Uh, Loretta lets her, let out a sigh and then slowly lowers her gun. How was he doing round the back? Tried to get in. So he tried to get in, but then... What, did he just come back round and now he's in the car and... Was it a police cruiser, Brayden? No, it was just a black sedan. Mm. So, uh, he definitely wasn't on the clock. This is too strange. We we gotta find that the ex-police sergeant. Uh, he Maybe he can make some sense of this. Or maybe he's got black eyes like Shocky. He used to work with Shockney. Harry Andrews told us. He he trusts him. He he's 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 got to be. Yeah, no, he, he can't be like him. But ha Harry said that Shockey was part of the original group of people, didn't he? Yeah. But yeah, he, he didn't did. tell us to go meet him. No, that's true. Maybe he turned. Well, exactly. This could be a new thing. Turned into what? Well, you know, like uh, like a werewolf or something like that. The grass man. Yeah, like a grass man. Mm. We need help. He said that Mark Matthews is the only person who can help us. So we, we're going to have to try at least try it. We have our guns. We're going to make sure to look into his eyes. Uh, try really hard not to fall in love. <laughs> and what? use him <laughs> to fix whatever this is. So that then we can go back to not caring about stuff and not believing in all this stupid shit. Okay? Who's with me? I'm not sure that you can go back. Well, I'm no. going to damn well try. Okay. Let's go find the other person that saw the frogman originally. Okay. Jason's gonna march back into the house Grab the bourbon and take it with him. 
Okay. Daisy will look at Jason and the knife she's holding and say, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep this for now." Uh, fine, fine, whatever. It's just a knife. Jeremy, uh, I guess looks around in case there's another kitchen knife, maybe a like a smaller one. I don't know. Otherwise, he's gonna grab a potato peeler. Um, <laughs> Jason, yeah, Jason's more into um, Jason's more into his micro meals, I guess. <laughs> What, what does that mean in terms of knife availability? <laughs> he eats really <laughs> tiny burgers. <laughs> no, 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 it's in like microwave. It's <laughs> in like microwave stuff. Is that not what oh. it's called? Micro meals. Oh. oh, you could well be right. I don't know. I, I just imagine the tiny burgers you well. give to like hamsters and YouTube videos. Oh, those are good YouTube videos. <laughs> okay, so, uh, so you're saying he only owns the one kitchen knife? <laughs> Probably, yeah. Maybe another one for like bread. But bread apart knife from that, will do. Bread knife will do. Yeah, I, I'm not talking like he has Michelin star, you know, little tiny fine dining. <laughs> 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 I should clarify. <laughs> Cutlery for ants. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So you, you, oh, you, you. Yeah, you saw this in the river. I know, and his bow and arrow as well, no. and his backpack full of stuff. Jeremy yes, is cool. very... He's not, he's not doing great, yeah. I'm sure Sir Harry would have given you a bread knife as the next uh, thing. <laughs> Provided I, you know, live and prove myself worthy. So you're heading to Mark Matthews' place? Mm-hmm. Do we know I where he lives? So. Uh, you'd have a general idea of where he lives, as people are usually... Um, there were a lot of tourists that came during the uh, start of the Frogmen sightings, and people called Froggies, as they would call themselves, uh, came and tried to find uh, the Frogman and went to attempt to uh, interview Mark Matthews for stories. Uh, newscasters and stuff would have gone there, um, and all would have been, you know, uh, repelled with force or, you know, threats. So By the stench. Jeremy likely would know just from you know kids hearing that they've uh, their brother went there and you know got warded off with a shotgun or something like that excellent okay friendly dude mhm <laughs> but as you begin making your way over uh beginning to cross or heading towards the uh steel bridge that gaps the little miami river you see buckright hunting supplies has a very similar vehicle at the front of it that you had seen previous when Mark Matthews was there. That's, uh, that's, I think that's his car. Is that, uh, Miss McCann, when we saw him in the, in the hunting shop, wasn't that his car? That rings a bell. Let's go. Uh, worst case scenario, we get some more uh, weapons for the rest of you. <gasps> yes, I miss my bow. Okay. Uh, the door has a sign over, over it that says closed. As you approach, you can see what you didn't notice before was that there's a fairly high-tech security camera looking over the car park. It just sort of moves back and forward and stops as you approach. And you can see the security camera moves down to follow you. Oh, rats, it's closed. But do you, th do you think so is someone operating that? Hey, hello? Jeremy's gonna wave. Uh, where? Uh, shoot. Do you think they can hear us? 
We're here to see Mark Matthews. Could you let us in? There's no response, obviously, from the camera. And you wait a few moments, the door, um, no one comes out from within. Not like a buzzer or anything, is there? No. Uh, trying the handle, it doesn't appear that the door was actually locked at all, though. Oh. Well, how about that? Hello? Yeah. Entering in, all the lights are off. And what was previously, you know, a pretty, not not particularly horrifying room is now quite, quite creepy, especially for Jeremy and Loretta who have been in here before. Um, there's like animal decoys and things for hunting that are standing in shadow and the only light in the room comes from underneath a door behind the counter at the back of the room. You can hear voices sort of emanating from in that room. Ooh, what are they saying? Oh, uh, give me a listen. That is a pass. Okay. Now uh, you hear the end of a sentence. What catches your ear is that Shocky is mentioned, and then um, by Mark Matthews. Something, 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 Shocky. And then you hear Buck or Steve reply with, Oh, you should be here any minute. I mean, how far away can you be? Talking about Shocky. What did they say? It's I can't quite hear everything. Could I tell if they were talking about Shocky as in like they're not on his side or or something like that from the tone of their voice? Uh, without a psychology role, it seemed like they were waiting on him. Didn't seem particularly angry or like they were sort of um, adversarial towards him. Are you insinuating I could make a role? You can certainly try. Okay. Oh, pass by one. Okay. Uh, no, didn't seem that they were, yeah, definitely not hostile towards Ray Shockey. They seemed to be waiting for him in a kind of friendly manner. Sounds like they were waiting for him. Oh, God, like, like they're his friends? I, I guess. You lot, we saw you enter. Camera's working then. Why don't you come on out? Why don't you come in? It's fine. I look at Loretta and make sure that she's got a gun out, which presumably she does. Yeah, but not in a, like... I guess, yeah, she would she would have a gun ready because it's quite a threatening situation, actually. Yeah, kind of is. Spooks yeah. mm-hmm. We're not passing, like, a... I guess they don't... I've never been in a hunting shop, but they don't keep racks of, like, loaded weapons. Uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't spot, like, a hunting bow in a rack or anything, do I? <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, what fun. Uh, <laughs> they'd have arrows out as well. Uh, they'd have ammunition for firearms kept behind uh, underneath a glass cabinet. But I mean, bow and arrow is like probably not seen as like a deadly weapon to these kinds of uh, Americans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Jeremy knows different, so uh, he's gonna silently go over and grab a, a fistful of arrows to tuck into his belt and a bow. Okay. Are you entering through the door? Yeah. Alright. Pushing through into the back room, you see a large space cramped with shelving units and packed high with boxes. There are two TV screens on a desk and are playing live feeds from two security cameras. One of the outside parking lot and one of the shop. The cameras actually appear to be uh, night vision, or at least they're picking up 
they they can see you. You can't see the camera until the door is opened. But um, yeah, it appears to be picking up everything that you've been doing. So they've likely seen Jeremy steal a bow and arrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's probably going to be a bit too large for him to tuck into his back pocket anyway. So uh... <laughs> yeah, but now he's just holding it. He could be trying to buy it. You don't know. <laughs> Very true. Very true. He hasn't left the store yet. He has not. No, uh, no. He hasn't knocked an arrow or anything. Yes. Leaning against the back wall next to the security monitors is a large cork board topped with a flyer that reads the Anti-Amphibian Association. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. Let me get you their fantastic logo. Oh. I forgot about these guys. Amazing. Yeah, I drew that logo months ago and totally forgot. Brilliant. Oh yes, I remember that. Uh, a frog with a crosshair upon its head. The corkboard, from a glance, seems to insinuate that whoever created it believes that members of the world's government are actually lizard people. And hey. most shockingly, there appears to be some photos of uh, Loveland residents as well. Oh no. Full on conspiracy theories. Great. <laughs> Sitting around a central circular table is Mark Matthews and Steve Buckwright. Uh, they have 38 pistols on the table, but they're not aiming on you. Oh my god, what, just like a, arranging like in a, in a house of cards, just stacked up in a Jenga tower? 38 <laughs> pistols? No, oh, sorry, no, uh, 38 caliber pistols. Oh. Two 38 caliber oh. pistols. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, slight difference. Yeah. That's how much I know about <laughs> Not 30. I thought you meant 38 guns just in a row. Yeah. <laughs> oh, amazing. Oh, wow. Mark Matthews um, kind of wipes sweat from his bald head and looks at you all. What exactly are you uh, doing here? You've intruded on a meeting. Um, we're hunting frogs. In the store, oh. I see, as he looks at your shotgun that you have in your arm. Uh, well, Jeremy here um, drops his uh, sword into the river, uh, and then a frog uh, attached itself onto his face and tried to suck his organs out, so now he horrible. needs a new weapon, you see. We, we came to see you, Sergeant. Uh, so Harry sent us. Yeah, I'm not the sergeant anymore. But, but you know about... Uh, about these creatures. So Harry said you, you helped him seal them out years ago. Can I trust you? Lots of people have come to me asking me questions about these frogs before or tried to lead me to believe that they believed as well and eh, ran my name through the media. I'm a laughing stock of this town. Well, that sucks, but uh, do you trust Harry? He gave us this and Jeremy's going to hold up to Harry's diary and show the his initials on the inside. He said he said he's not going to be around much longer and we had to we had to protect the town and he said we had to find you because they're back. And we didn't believe and I'm sorry uh but I sure as heck believe now. He almost died. Old man's raving mad. Think some kids can defend this town. As if you have done a better job. Also, who are you calling kids? Daisy's like 
old. <laughs> hey, uncalled for. <laughs> Sorry. Knights of the Golden Trail. All his little children. He'd look at uh, Jeremy. And you, you lot don't know shit. You haven't seen the things we've seen. Haven't experienced what I've experienced. I've shot one of them from dead. Can you do it again? Of course. I don't need to worry. They're all below town. We locked them down there. I'm sure of that. This one was in the river. Um. I fell in and it and it got me. It it could get anyone. Yet yeah, Jeremy's face uh, would beg to differ. Oh yeah, but Jeremy's still all messed up. I keep forgetting how little time has passed. Jeremy's had yeah. way more alcohol than he's ever had before in his life. He's had and before from his first aid kit in the car. And he's still messed up from Frog. Yeah, he's a state. <laughs> Jeremy passes out on the table. <laughs> if you've got Harry Andrew's blessing, I trust you a little more, but you're going to have to leave this to the professionals, kids. Um, if you call me a in kid again... In my 40s, <laughs> god damn it! Stop calling us kids and help us. How about that? Harry Andrews told us to seek you out. He's a senile old man. He is yeah. no such thing. He knows well, things I don't understand how he knows, but... Harry Andrews is a good, brave man, and he helps this town, and, and we're trying to help this town, and gosh dang it, you should help us too. What, what the kid said. You know, fight frog men with a bow and arrow. Just like the uh, old medieval times, like your Knights of the Golden Trail. Leave it for the AAA. We have heavy firepower. I have merit badges. <laughs> I have merit badges. <laughs> I know how to use this thing. If you have so much firepower, why aren't you out there sorting it out? They're obviously not locked away like you said. So get off your asses and do it. We're waiting for our third. Who's your third? He looks back at Buck. I'm back to you. Uh, none of your business. It is now. Did Jason? Did you tell us, Jason, that you had them talk about uh, Ray Shockey? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, your third isn't working with you anymore. What do you mean? He came to us with his eyes all dilated. He's clearly unwell. Shockey and Buck kind of look at each other. Buck has a particularly nervous expression on his face. Oh, we don't need him. The two of us will handle it. You go home, get some rest, fix up from this earthquake. Everything will be fine. Sure. We have trained for this since 1972. I'm the only one who's killed one of these things. You don't know the things I've seen. I might know some of them. Dang it, let us help you. I'm not leaving. I, I can't go back to my parents and just... I just sleep this off or something? My head was inside one of those things. I didn't know monsters were real until today. I can't go back. I'll have uh, Jeremy roll me a hard social skill roll. Hey. Just look at social skills. Uh, <laughs> they're, uh, okay, I think Persuade is going to be his top dog. He's got all of 30 in Persuade. 
So, a hard one, you say? No problem. <laughs> That's a 43. Uh, nope. Would you like to push the roll? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. I could <laughs> maybe step in to help with the persuading. Please. Being like, um, you're all words and no action, man. Prove your talents that you keep telling us about and go kill these damn things. He kind of nods to Buck. And they both stand up, grabbing the guns from the table. Uh, make a push roll for me, Jason, please. Okay. Uh, do I still get a bonus die from helping, or is it just separate? Why not? Go for it. Oh, thank you so much. Very nice. Oh, however, I might not actually need it. No, I didn't need it in the end. Uh, that was a hard pass. In fact, no, Fantastic. I'll have one luck to make it an extreme pass. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. They kind of um, put their guns in their holsters. If one of those frogs was in the river, means that I guess the earthquake must have rattled loose what we sealed across the tunnel. You lot think you can keep any frogs away from me while I seal the tunnel again? There's all manner of shit down under this town that I don't want coming up. I can certainly try. Not a problem. Loretta shows off her gun. Shaky nod from Jeremy. He grips the bow tighter. Okay. Um, was anyone looking at the weird conspiracy corkboard, by the way? Yeah, I think Daisy will take a <laughs> peek at that while this incredibly tense conversation is going on. <laughs> okay. Uh, looking at the Polaroid photos, there's Polaroids and um, post-it notes around. None of the people strike you that you know uh, looking at it. Bar one. And... There is a Polaroid photo of Janice Allen, police receptionist. Uh, she appears to be lounging in her backyard in the sun. And right. the Polaroid says, or the post-it note says, Lizard girl loves to sunbathe. <laughs> then there is a picture of whoever the current president is and uh, you know, lizard president, etc., etc. Are any of these photos in any way actually incriminating, or are they just people that they've written totally a lizard underneath? <laughs> just people, totally a lizard. There's very little evidence, but it seems more suspicion-based. Love these guys. <laughs> right. Um, why do you think all of these people are lizards? Oh, well, I, I can tell you that. You see, uh, this president... Have you, have you ever, have you ever, <laughs> have you ever seen him and a lizard in the same room? <laughs> uh, no. And this one, this uh, it, the lady from the police station, she loves to sunbathe. Yeah. Maybe she wants to tan. So do loads of women her age. Every day, 12 p.m., she leaves the police station, goes home, lays in the sun for 45 minutes, and then goes back to the police station. Yeah, it's called a lunch break. Like, what do you think it is? Um, since we can Cold all agree blooded. that frogmen <laughs> exist. <laughs> Mark Matthews has his head in his hands and he's just shaking his head while he's explaining this. Clearly not <laughs> on board too much. <laughs> Um, okay, so 
What, you plan on shooting the police receptionist because she sunbathes? Well, if it comes to it. Well... Like like Mark says, there's all sorts of things out there you don't understand. Have you heard of Grassman before? And he looks at uh, <laughs> Jeremy knowingly and nods. <laughs> I have heard of Grassman. I had no idea the rot went this deep. This town is crawling with monsters. It is. Um, Mark Matthews just kind of like raises his hand and almost in like a uh, an effort to get him to shut up and Buck kind of like looks at him and then nods uh, submissively to Mark Matthews as he kind of bows his head and stops talking. Uh, well then, come on. Let's uh, head on over to the fucking construction site. You lot are clearly armed. Once again, we go to the, the construction, construction site. site. <laughs> Maybe we'll open the safe finally. <laughs> oh, I'm ready. Right? Yeah, let's bring as many crowbars as we can find. I'm gonna get that heavy machinery this time. Do they not let, gonna get me? Do they hey. let Jeremy just walk out the shop with this hunting bow? Absolutely. <laughs> I, well, in that case, he's gonna grab a quiver and some more arrows, <laughs> so he doesn't have to keep him in his belt. Maybe we got it all wrong. Maybe we don't open the safe. Maybe we use the safe to close this tunnel or bop a frog from above on it. Yeah. There we go. It's Chekhov's like a... safe. we got to find a way to use it by the third act. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> you all hop in your various vehicles on your way towards the construction site. As you arrive and pull out... Um, hopping out and heading towards the gate, you can see that the lock that was previous there on the chain has been cut. Hmm. We didn't do that. Ray, Ray Shockey shouted something about about bringing the book here, didn't he? Maybe he's here waiting. Maybe. We need to be careful. So long as no one's in there, I'm going to begin sealing that tunnel immediately. No one fucking distract me. Process is draining, to say the least. Do you need help? I can uh, operate heavy machinery. Uh, I'll be fine. You want to do it with your bare hands? I am literally a construction worker. That's my job. I'll be fine. You're unbearable. <laughs> and ugly. Also ugly. <laughs> but that's not relevant. Mostly unbearable. <laughs> God, I'm old men. <laughs> Entering through. Are you doing so stealthily or just going through the gate? I think, given we, we think that Shocky might be inside, at least Jason would be tempted, I guess, to go stealthily. Yeah, let's at least okay. try and be quiet. I mean, I guess we've got to go through the main entrance regardless, but that's not a... Yeah, emphasis no, on no try. try. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone roll stealth rolls. Uh, at the back of the pack, say, near uh, Daisy. Daisy, you look and see um, Steve Buckwright takes off his trucker cap and slips on a ghillie hood, although he is wearing denim jeans and a, uh, a camouflage uh, jacket. So and not very camouflage well, and a ghillie hood isn't going to help in a construction site, is it? <laughs> no, definitely not. I love this guy so much. Okay. Right, I've only got 20% in. Well, same. Yeah, that was a terrible failure from Jeremy. 80 yeah, failed. I didn't get... 88. Uh, I failed also. I didn't get a fumble, but I was damn close. Oh boy. Okay. Oh, I just learned what a ghillie hood is. Yeah, for snipers and that. It's uh, Jeff Jeffrey Bezos. 
Yes, if anyone has seen... It's Jeffrey Bezos. (laughs) (laughs) He puts Jeffrey Bezos over his head. (laughs) If anyone's seen Bo Burnham's recent comedy special, Inside, and happens to remember that particular song, then that might make sense to them. Just a little Easter egg for you. (laughs) Mark and Buck succeed. So we're all laughing at Buck, but actually he's ghillie sued. <laughs> he's ghillie getting help. <laughs> that was probably Suddenly what there's a bush and he jumps yeah. into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He gets under a cardboard box and starts crawling around. Yeah. Where'd he go? In a bush <laughs> under a box. <laughs> uh, pushing your way into the construction site, you can see down in the pit a number of people standing in front of what was previously the collapsed entrance to the tunnel, but now an open void leading underneath Loveland is Terry Woodley and Janice Allen. <gasps> is she sunbathing? It was her all along. She's sunbathing. <laughs> she isn't sunbathing, but she is looking <laughs> remarkably tan in the sun. <laughs> Very suspicious. <laughs> and kneeling in the centre of the construction site, facing the Little Miami River away from you, is both Ray Shockey and Sergeant Brandine Cook. <gasps> oh no! Trail. No. No, that's not right. I don't understand. But Sergeant Cook sent us to investigate. She's here with Ray Shockey. Is she? Is she with them? They're kneeling, probably a few metres apart from each other, just their heads are facing the ground. They're not looking like they're um, standing up or talking in any way. They look quite defeated. I, I was going to say, do they are they kneeling? Are they there against their will? You can definitely uh, roll a psychology roll. Anyone who wants Yay, to. Yay, there we go. Okay. Uh, I am going to spend 14 luck because I'm not playing around anymore. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Shit's getting real. Oh, yes. Oh, I've passed psychology by three. Nice. Fantastic. Okay. Yeah, they definitely do not appear to be in high spirits, or they definitely don't look like they're here on their own will. They're kneeled, very defeated, uh, slumped. Their body language definitely doesn't give you the uh, idea that they're particularly happy about the situation they're in. Nor are they really moving. I mean, the gate kind of creaks and you catch as uh, Daisy exclaims seeing Brandine. Um, You catch Terry Woodley and Janice Allen's eyes as they sort of look up to you as you enter. And the two of them just sit staring forward. What's the state of their eyes? Uh, They're facing away from you currently. Oh, okay. The two of them walk over to the centre and Janice Allen steps in front of Brandine Cook and tosses her hat to the side and just sort of grabs a heap of her hair, slings her around a little bit, Daisy. Mm. Oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Terry walks a few paces forward towards you. Did you bring the book? Yes. Oh, God. Throw it down. Jeremy, don't you have the book? You know the one we found in the river? Jeremy looks at Loretta in like wide-eyed confusion and panic and then starts to nod slowly. (laughs) 
Yes. <laughs> Throw it. Sure do. <laughs> Instead, like maintaining unblinking eye contact, <laughs> Loretta, he like. Throw it, Jeremy. <laughs> He reaches for, I guess, uh, <laughs> Sir Harry's journal. The no? Tales of Cicero in the river. Yeah, his backpack is in the river. Oh, is that it? Was the yeah. only yeah. book he yeah. has on him is Sir Harry's journal. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was my bad. So he's going to hold it up <laughs> and be like, <clears throat> uh, let <clears throat> I'll let them let them go first, please. <laughs> the book first. No, you let them go first. Mm -hmm. He shakes his head, and Terry kind of looks back to Janice and nods his head. And you watch as Janice draws a revolver and points it to the head of Brandine. Oh shit! Instinctively draw mine and, no! and hold it there. I'm not going to shoot yet. You leave her alone. I've also drawn my gun. I'll pull the kitchen knife. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'll pull it out of my handbag and throw it in there. <laughs> Buck, Buck and uh, Mark both have guns drawn as well. You're outnumbered. Drop the gun. Doesn't matter. No. We're going to well, blow both of these people's heads off unless you bring that book to us. Throw the book down here. Well, if you want it, if you want it, you're gonna have to catch it yourself, says Loretta, grabs it and throws it in the opposite direction. <laughs> okay. Oh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm not well. <laughs> Terry Woodley nods at Janice Allen and Janice turns the gun to Ray Shockey and there is a gunshot, and you watch as Ray Shockey's brains are splattered. Ah, oh, man. Instructions oh. oh, my. Wasn't he oh, working well, please, please have a sanity roll. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's okay. He was our least favorite NPC so far. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. Three, oh, okay, I passed. I Thank failed God. because I did this. That's fair enough. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Loretta's going indefinitely insane. As if she wasn't acting insane enough already. Jeremy also, I suspect. How much do um, we lose? How much do we lose? Uh, lose a d4. Yeah, oh, boy. Uh, is there anything uh -huh. for passing? Oh, Ask him that. <laughs> okay, that is 37. So, yeah, she's indefinitely insane now. Oh. So Jeremy also has just hit his threshold. Okay. Fantastic. Uh, Mark Matthews just lost five, and he is going into a bout of madness, seeing his friend kill. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Steve, Steve Buckwright isn't smart enough to have a bout of madness, so that's good for him. <laughs> this went worse than I thought it would. <laughs> yeah, for real. When he started this whole bluffing plan. I quite like the idea that, Loretta, the gunshot goes off, and whether it's psychosomatic or your, your hearing is actually lost, there is just no sound reaching you. Ooh. Mm. Red's gone deaf. This is silent. Jeremy, so either your mother or your father 
come to your mind as you see this man splattered across oh, his ray shock his brain splattered across the construction pit floor and you begin just understanding how fragile life is and these creatures are or oh, these sorry people are in your town you're in danger perhaps your parents are in danger and you can't help but feel longing to ensure that your parents are safe if they've kidnapped these people who else have they kidnapped gosh all right the gun goes back on the sergeant uh mark matthews is in hysterics crying we don't have the book we don't have the book please don't shoot her we'll get the book bring us the book why don't you get it yourself We'll, please don't, don't antagonize them. We'll get it. We'll, we'll, we'll bring it right away. Please don't hurt anyone else. We're not fucking around. We have to go. We have to go and get it. You've noticed a distinct change in Janice Allen and uh, Terry Woodley as this conversation's been going on. And something you may not have noticed before, their eyes look yellow and slitted. Yes. Like a frog's eyes. Or like a lizard's eyes. Roll a biology roll or something. Like a snake's eyes? Oh, what have I got? Come on, Jeremy. Oh, I actually do have some biology. Fantastic. Can I do natural world? Yeah, natural world, I'll accept. I passed. No. That's a hard success. They're definitely ophidian, so reptilian. Lizard people. Jeremy... Jason looks awkwardly at um, at Buckwright and Matthews and just mentally thinks, I think they've got a point. <laughs> where, where, where is this book? You, you need to get it before, before they, they... Yeah, we, we have to go. It's at the castle. You got, you got to give it, give it to him. Jeremy's all for piling back into the cars unless anyone else has got a plan. What do we what do we do? We've we've got to get back up or something, right? We we uh, back up. I, I don't know. Other other police or they've got the police down there. We we can negotiate with these people. You've seen what they're capable of. We have to just give it to them. I got to check on my parents. I, who knows who else they've hurt? Oh, I can't hear any of this. No. Loretta's That's just it. staring at people, mouthing words. And she's been so confused for this whole time. She's staring around, just getting increasingly angrier. She's like, why are you not speaking? Speak to me, what is happening? We are speaking. What? what? Why, why are you not making sounds? What? There's no birds. There's no river noise. Oh God, I've gone deaf. I can't hear anything. We, Jeremy's right, we need to go. But then Jason kind of turns his back on, you know, the um, Matthews and, and, and Shockey and um, what well, dead Shockey and Cook and so on. And he just kind of, he does a little, almost like a smile, because um, he suddenly had a bit of a crazy idea. Do dish. Why are you smiling? I can't hear you. Jason <laughs> looks Jeremy straight in the eye or eyes and says, you, you trust Sir Harry 100%, right? 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, of course I do. And these lizard people want this book. I think Look. you're right in that. And I, and I uh, Jason kind of lowers his voice a bit. I think we should honor that. But it is a book of great power, right? Or the, the whispering we could hear. It can obviously do things that are quite terrible. What if... What if Sahari tells us how to make it backfire on them? Oh, well, we have to go quick. I don't think they're going to wait much longer, but yeah, we, we, should, we should talk to him. We should tell him what's happening. He, he'll know what to do. You're right. Yeah. Let's go. I, oh, God, I gotta call my dad. But, but quickly, let's go. Okay. So you're heading back to the castle? We're heading back to the castle. Um, Loretta hasn't heard any of this. Suggests things were giving up. <laughs> and she's not happy about it. Um, she's also annoyed because she threw this book, but no one seems to be chasing after it. So why did her plan not work? Um, oh, Jeremy's gonna actually. Is it like, where did you throw it? Just backwards. Like, <laughs> way, if it's the way we came, he's absolutely gonna scurry after it. That's precious. <laughs> Okay. It's landed in some dirt. It's a little muddy, but... Um, Deep breaths. He, he decides now is not the time to have an argument with Loretta about that. Loretta is refusing to leave <laughs> because no one is telling her yeah. what is happening um, and she doesn't like the idea of just, like, withdrawing. She thinks everyone's giving up and she's not happy about it. She just is gesticulating madly. Um and is trying to find a way to snake around them, maybe. <laughs> has she stopped yelling because she thinks she's mute as well as deaf? Yeah, now she... she's like mouthing things. She's <laughs> forgotten how to speak. Does, does anyone know ASL? <laughs> <laughs> Not Loretta, so... Oh, Jeremy well, might. He's probably got a merit badge. I mean, even if you do, oh, yeah. it's not going to be useful. <laughs> it's true, she doesn't know. <laughs> you don't automatically understand ASL as soon as you go deaf. Does... Does everyone understand that? <laughs> right? I thought like your other senses became heightened, you learn sign language automatically. Can I get an extra 10 skill points in every other skill, please? Because I can't hear anymore. <laughs> um, Loretta, you're looking around for some way to flank them. And I mean, you spent a long time being annoyed at that riverbank, watching Jeremy measuring the pipes, and you see that drainage pipe. Ooh. Oh. Yes. Okay, Loretta holds onto her gun, looks at everyone else, just kind of shrugs and, like, shakes her head at them in annoyance, and then just walks away towards the pipes. <laughs> okay. You'd have to exit back out onto the street and then cut down, like, a side alley away from the construction site to head down there. Yeah, she's planning on sniping them. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> what is everyone else doing? <laughs> well, if Jeremy, having retrieved the book and, like, turned to at least cast, like, an unhappy glare at her for having thrown it, and he sees her, like, marching off, <laughs> like, rifle in hand, then, uh, like, um, Miss McKay, Miss, where's she going? She doesn't hear any of that, so she won't even turn. Everyone, should we, uh, we... We really have to hurry, but where is she going? Um, I, I think there's something wrong with her. Jason instinctively looks back at, um, dare I say, the lizard people to see if they're staring at Loretta and 
you know, manipulating her or something. And he just shakes his head. She's under the Imperious curse. Mental she has suggest- clearly told no. everyone that she can't hear, right? <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> Everyone's like, yeah. I wonder what's wrong with her. Uh, Mr. Boyd, <laughs> can you do anything for her? Is, is sudden onset tinnitus a, a thing or something? I, we well, gotta do something. Tinnitus, if it's, it's a... If it's a loud noise, but there are no loud noises. Maybe, maybe apart from the gun, but I, I didn't get it. God well, damn. we have to. Jeremy's gonna run after her and start like tugging on her sleeve. Uh, she just kind of pulls away and then starts like gesticulating and mouthing things at Jason him. Jason will rush back to his car and try and find a scrap of paper to write what we're gonna do down on the paper. Loretta is moving and she's like she she's refusing to speak at this point because she's in stealth mode. She's like <laughs> just You've got a big me. You've got a big closed eye in front of you and when you stand up it opens. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, stay crouched. <laughs> what was exactly. that? Must be the wind. She says <laughs> I'm not giving up, Jeremy. I don't know what you're doing leaving this place but I will kill them if it's the last thing I do I'm going for the pipes don't tell anyone (laughs) (laughs) you gotta pay the piper (laughs) although although it was her not hearing presumably she might be going I'm going for the pipe don't tell (laughs) anyone (laughs) hopefully yes (laughs) I I, I assume she knows what the whispering feels in her throat I hope yeah. Um. Well, Jeremy is okay. So like, <laughs> Jeremy is okay, and that's what matters. Jeremy's fine. No, um, he's very much not fine. Okay. So, uh, incredulous <laughs> stare. First of all, um, and then he, huh? Okay. Uh, and he points at like the book, and then like, like back the way we came. Like, get book, bring here, and then like give to them yeah she uh offers jeremy an obscene hand gesture and keeps moving forward (laughs) good old loretta (laughs) has jason caught us up with that bit of paper yet (laughs) we're gonna have to communicate uh yeah you're all you're attempting the communication as loretta sort of makes her way out onto the bank of the little miami river um as Jason's like riding frantically, Daisy's probably rushing after uh, Buck and Mark are at the top of the alleyway. Now uh, Mark's just broken down in a heap, and Buck's just sort yeah. of kneeling over him. As you're on the Little Miami River, you all feel a little bit of a shake in the ground. Oh no! Oh jeez! And suddenly there is just this enormous rumble as another earthquake rages across Loveland. You see down the way a little bit, the large steel bridge that connects downtown Loveland to the western side begins contorting and crumbling until it falls into the Little Miami River. I'll have everyone roll listen rolls for me, please. Uh, except Loretta, mm. you mean, right? <laughs> except Loretta, indeed. You can roll. Loretta gets a bonus, guys. Hot hidden roll with extreme to see if oh, you can really? feel the noise. Oh, amazing. Yeah, that's that's a fail. Pass. 
Oh shit, I rolled a six. What is that? Wow. <laughs> what the hell? Is that gonna be extreme? Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. It's extreme. Oh, oh nice, my nice, nice. god. <laughs> Loretta is now the like deaf version of Daredevil. Yeah. Yes. Really basically Beethoven. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Just composing the symphony. <laughs> so That's good. Success from Jeremy. Listen, wise. Okay. So Loretta is the only one who notices this, and <laughs> you're realizing that this doesn't feel like a normal earthquake. You know it's an earthquake. You can see the sh trees shaking, things collapsing, but it doesn't feel right. It almost feels as if this was being created by enormous gnashing teeth and not the moving of seismic plates. Um. You can't lose any more sanity in a bout of madness, can you? Nope. <laughs> Fantastic. She's like, that's fair enough, I guess. <laughs> just right. keeps moving forward. Teeth, why Seems not? legit. And she just starts laughing, like, as she moves forward, <laughs> I guess. As you are all trying to communicate with Loretta as she's uh, approaching the pipe, <laughs> hell-bent on sniping some lizards, <laughs> that brings us to the end of today's episode. Oh my God, Thank you so wow. much, everyone. Hal, Phaedra, Jason, and Noxicals, you have all been the best. And a big massive thank you to our listeners. You're all exceptional. Your listens, comments, and ratings are incredibly helpful. But if you want a way to support us further, consider joining us on Patreon at patreon.com slash right. We'll be back shortly to record Beyond the Madness for our Cult Elder and Avatar tier patrons. They get access to behind-the-scenes discussion after every episode, as well as bonus episodes, exclusive Discord channels, and much, much more. Speaking of Discord, you can find an invite link to our Discord community, as well as all of our social media links on our website at starsarite.com. Come and join us. And just a reminder as well, if you are enjoying the scenario we're playing, it's available for purchase right now on DriveThruRPG or through our website. And if you're working on your own homebrews, get in touch with us. We'd love to help you bring your stories to life. Now, farewell, dear listeners, until the stars are right again.